Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. This is Kirk Stangy, and today we have an interesting topic on Family Law Talk with Stangy Law Firm. The topic is case priorities in divorce and family law matters. Uh, this is based on an article on our blog, familylawheadquarters.com, dated June 19, 2015. And the title of the article is Ranking Your Goals for Your Divorce Attorney. And so that's the topic we're going to talk about here today. And as a follow-up to the episode, you can go to familylawheadquarters.com, and you can read the article itself. Uh, definitely an interesting article and an important topic in a lot of respects in the divorce and family law sphere. So let me break it down here for uh, the listeners today. Uh, take a divorce case, for example. In a divorce, uh, there's lots of different issues that, that can theoretically be at stake for the parties. Uh, for example, the divorce itself. Uh, a lot of parties kind of take it for granted in this day and age that if one party wants a divorce, uh, that the divorce is automatically going to happen. Um, and while oftentimes that is the case, uh, there are some instances, in fact, where the divorce itself could be an issue where maybe one party chooses to contest a divorce. Maybe they believe uh, that the marriage is savable. Uh, take property and debt, for example. In a divorce case, uh, by statute in Missouri and in Illinois, the court's got to divide all marital property and debt in essence, in a just manner. Both states are, are what we refer to as equitable division states, so the court has to equitably divide the marital property and the marital debt. And for lots of individuals going through divorce, there can be lots of property and lots of debt at issue, all the way from the house uh, to investment accounts to retirement accounts to bank accounts uh, to automobiles to the personal possessions that the parties might have. I mean, you name it. There's all kinds of property and debt uh, that could come into play in a divorce case, and the court has to divide it uh, in some manner in equitable uh, division uh, uh, fashion. And then take debt. In, uh, in lots of divorce cases, debt can be a real issue, uh, certainly student loan debt, uh, credit card debt, uh, other consumer debt, things like the mortgage, you know, second mortgages like lines of credit that people might have. I mean, you name it, but in a divorce case, all of that has to be divided as well. In other words, there has to be a determination about who's going to pay what marital debt or not. And then when you get into the custody of the kids, uh, the court is ultimately going to have to make a determination on legal and physical custody. So is it joint legal and joint physical custody? Is it a situation where maybe sole physical or sole legal uh, might be appropriate? And then down to the nitty-gritty uh, days and times of a custody schedule. So uh, a typical custody schedule is going to break down each day of the week and determine who gets uh, the kids when. It will deal with holiday time, uh, summer visitation time, for example. And so all of that has to be determined. And so specific days of the week, specific exchange times and exchange locations, uh, the amount of time that the kids spend with each parent uh, in the summer could come into play. And really, at the end of the day, any one of these issues can hang up a divorce case, for example. Uh, get into child support. Uh, if there's children, the court uh, in Missouri and Illinois will have to use the appropriate child support formula and, and come up with the child support amount uh, that, at the end of the day, uh, is just based on the statutory factors in either Missouri or Illinois. And so that uh, can be a significant issue 
in terms of a divorce case, and then take uh, other issues like college education. In other words, if the parent's going to uh, pay a portion of the college education for their kids, uh, take other things like uh, medical expenses, uh, daycare expenses. Maybe the kids are involved in, in other extracurricular activities that are out there. You know, all that being said, the court's going to have to make a determination in terms of how that's going to work. And then take spousal support, uh, referred to as spousal maintenance. Uh, is that an issue in the divorce case? I mean, the court's either got to make a determination that, uh, you know, there's no spousal maintenance that's going to be paid, or if spousal maintenance is going to be paid, what's the amount? And then what's the duration of time? in which that spousal maintenance would be paid, and that attorney fees and court costs can come up in these cases as well. Uh, in some cases, the court uh, might find it appropriate to have one party uh, pay a portion of the other party's attorney fees and court costs. In some cases, the court could make a determination uh, that both parties simply pay their own attorney fees and court costs in a particular case. But at the end of the day, what's really critical is this, is you know, is mapping out all these uh, potential issues with the attorney at the start of the case. And then uh, what is critically important is to have a client uh, rank the priorities. So in other words, from most important to least important uh, can be a good thing for a client to rank these things uh, for their attorney. From most important, again, to least important, uh, and the reason for this is, is a couplefold. One, in terms of uh, settlement negotiations in a case. Uh, an attorney, uh, generally speaking, can do a much better job from a negotiation standpoint if they know what are the most critical issues for their client versus the issues that maybe aren't nearly as important. Because oftentimes, in terms of settling a case, you know, there's going to be a give and take on both sides. I mean, both parties on some level or capacity uh, will have to meet in the middle on particular issues in order to resolve uh, a divorce or family law case. And if the attorney knows what's most important to the client versus what's least important, then it's going to allow them to devise a negotiation strategy to try uh, to get the client their most important goals or at least try to get a result that's as close as possible on the most important goals. And then maybe the attorney knows on the other matters, uh, the client uh, is going to be more likely to be to meet in the middle, maybe to give on an issue to get a, a case done. Um, and so it can really help an attorney from a negotiation standpoint if they know what's most important versus what's least important. And then take a case that doesn't settle. I mean, ultimately, most cases do settle at some point. Uh, some of them might not settle right out of the gates. It might take some time, uh, but ultimately most cases do settle. But for cases that don't, uh, this is a critical thing as well because then the attorney knows in terms of discovery uh, what information to seek because they're well aware of what's most important to the client uh, versus what's least important. Uh, take uh, trial strategy, for example. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for an attorney to spend a bunch of time in an area that isn't that important to the client. Uh, on the other hand, if the attorney knows that another specific issue out there is critically important to the client and, and maybe their most important uh, priority, then the attorney knows they're going to need to spend quite a bit of time on that at trial and in discovery because that is an issue to the client that's near and dear to their heart. Uh, that's critically important to them, and it allows the attorney to really prioritize that trial time, uh, how discovery is going to work. If a deposition is taken, for example, the attorney knows 
uh, that they might spend a great deal more time inquiring about the matter uh, that's critically important to the client versus the matter that uh, maybe isn't as important at all. So, again, ranking priorities at the beginning of the case uh, with the attorney, definitely something that's helpful, uh, definitely something uh, that individuals going through divorce or family law matter ought to think long and hard about doing. Uh, maybe they have an attorney that's suggesting this as well. If not, it can certainly be a helpful thing for a lot of clients uh, to put together this list informally and give it to their attorney. That way their attorney, again, knows you know, what are the critical issues to them, what are the issues that are most near and dear to their heart, to their family's heart, uh, you know, what are the biggest priorities, you know, what matters aren't nearly as important to them, and then maybe you know, the matters that kind of fall in the middle, that they're important to the client, it's something that uh, the client is concerned about, but it isn't, you know, as critically as important as maybe the top one, two, or three things uh, in the case uh, uh, for the for the client. So that is really the topic, and uh, it's important one again because it, it allows the attorney and the client to get on the same page at the beginning of the litigation, uh, which can help a client at the end of the day. In a lot of cases, feel as if the case is being run in a matter that's efficient uh, for the client, uh, run in a matter that, that meets the client's most critical priorities, and the client feels like uh, adequate time and attention is being given to these matters that really, at the end of the day, are just critical to them in terms of their overall goals and what they'd like to see accomplished for the case itself. So uh, that is a topic. Again, as a follow-up to the episode, you can go to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com and read the article titled Ranking Your Goals for Your Divorce Attorney. Uh, the date of the article is June 19, 2015. Definitely an interesting topic, uh, definitely one which I think is important for uh, uh, most ind individuals going through divorce or family law matters. So thanks for tuning in to Family Law Talk with Stengi Law from here today. Stay tuned for our next episode coming up soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stingy is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 1750 South Brentwood Boulevard, Suite 401, St. Louis, Missouri, 63144.